0: Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez.
1: Hey friends, welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and on today's show, we're just gonna be chatting up with one of my co-worker, co-radio friends. Colleagues, whatever colleagues, we want to yes, and friends. Yes. Deborah Flora, <laughs> who has a show called Bring It Up, and it's also on Saturdays yes. right before my show. I think you air at three p.m. That's correct. Absolutely. All right. We're going to be talking to Deb, and in a moment, I will introduce her to you a little bit more. Real Victory Radio is all about getting real, real, ready, and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. And it helps when you can say that correctly. Yes. Yes. Getting real. That was real. Yeah. That was real.
2: Real is not perfect. Real is. Is real, so you did it perfectly.
1: I have a shirt that says <laughs>
2: um, hashtag real
1: is the new perfect.
2: You know what? I like that. I'm going to like get one of those thing. shirts. I like that. It's from
1: a friend of mine's book, and I love it. I wear it all the time. Had her on the show a couple of weeks ago. And that reminds me if you guys have missed any of the previous episodes of Real Victory Radio, you can go to amyelaine.com and check those out. And when you do, would you give us a thumbs up on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you listen? We are there. And give us a thumbs up, comment on the show, subscribe. That would be great. And it really helps other people find the show mm-hmm. and we really want other people to find out about real victory radio so we would appreciate that while you're on the website would you check out the victory movement we are a nonprofit profit radio uh, listener supported radio show and it really helps when you are able to join our victory movement and just come alongside us and partner with us to help us keep Real Victory Radio on the air. Mm -hmm. And Deb knows all all about that. Yes, yes,
2: yes, indeed. Oh gosh, radio ministry is so important. So I I do really encourage people to go to your site and do exactly what you said. Join the victory movement. All right. Well, thank you. You got it.
1: Deborah, tell us a little bit. I'm excited about having you on the show today. We get to see each other in the hallways and, you know, uh, doing some clips and things together for promotions and stuff, but it's fun to actually have you in the studio. And honestly, I don't know much about your personal life. So <laughs> will you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more
2: about who Deborah Flora is? Well, I would be happy to. I love it. And then we'll have coffee and get into, you know, off the air and talk even more. But that yes, would be great. Yes. A little bit of my background. Um, I am a uh, Colorado native, but I uh, call myself a recovered actress because I did spend far too long in Los Angeles after growing up here uh Starting in the entertainment industry as an actress, but then I quickly moved into producing because I realized how important media is, radio, television, film... But really cared more about the messaging. So my I met my husband there. He's a producer at Disney. And we have our own film company. But I love radio in particular because we can meet people right where they are. I mean, we've our show is Bring It Up with Deb and Cindy. So my co host Cindy is still in Los Angeles and through the magic of the airwaves. I record here in Colorado. Our show is syndicated across the country on the Salem Radio Network. So you hear it here on uh, ninety four seven FM The Word, right before your show at three PM. We call it the Women's block. This is where women can go. Women's weekend tapestry yes. here of uh, different shows. And really the the philosophy behind our show, bring it up is, you know, both of us, Cindy, from a different perspective as a Bible teacher and myself being in the entertainment industry for so long, we really have seen the impact of culture and media. And our scripture for our ministry is Romans 12 two, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So Our show is more conversational about the things that just matter to women. We call it kind of like The View, but with kindness, inspiration, and hope. (laughs) That's good. And we just talk about those things, you know, that really intersect our lives as women in particular not just to look at them, but to know what we can do about them, because we've all been placed in this day and time for a purpose. So that's our show. That's the passion behind it. And uh, it's just a, it's just an honor to be on the airwaves and be talking to ladies and then to be here with you today. Well, I'm excited to have you here. We were just talking
1: to my guest from last week, Heather Dixon, about really living in the moment Mm. and making every day count for Jesus, for his glory, for the kingdom. And there are so many things going on that we can, we have been given voices. We have been given this time and this place in the kingdom to make a difference and I love how your show brings up those things Yes, so that we can be more
2: informed. Well, we always talk about on bringing up that, you know, we're we're instructed to speak the truth in love not to hush up in love and not to shout in love. We're called to speak the truth and when we understand that truth really is the most loving, life-giving thing we can share obviously you listen with your heart first. So you may talk about something, you know, let's, let's just call it out. We may talk about something like abortion, but you want to listen with your heart first to say, does this person need to hear about grace or do they need to know about facts? But either way, we're called to speak the truth. And so that is definitely key. And you know, we live in a culture that tries to tell us just to be quiet if we're not going with the PC, you know, uh, tide there. But we really have the words that this time and this culture and this society needs to hear. And the stridency, these words of truth and love can cut through. And man, we're about equipping moms to make a difference in their schools when we're looking at crazy sex ed, gender fluidity teaching in kindergarten. We can be the ones to say, you know what? No, that's actually our job as parents. And, uh, you know, you, you, you name anything out there, the, the hypersexualization of kids, just even through the media, guess what? Moms, we got the power of the person, the power of the remote control. You know, we're the ones that get to get to interact and and set the boundaries for our kids and for our marriages and for all these things. That is so important. I was just talking to
1: a friend last night about something that I had seen on Instagram. And I just was so my heart just broke for this, this. Person who was posting and the people that follow Mm -hmm. that person, because she was talking about two different things out of the mouth, same mouth came words about God and words about the occult. And it was, they were, they don't go together, you know, and it made me so sad to think that there were many, many people following her and she has been given this big platform, but It's so sad to see that it's being it's really causing confusion. And we do have a voice. We get to
2: speak that truth. And we do want to do it in love. We absolutely do. And in a day and age, you know, we can look at our world. And I went through this process and think, holy cow, why could I not have been born? And I don't know, the the 40s looked kind of nice after the war or the 50s. And then God really put on my heart. No, no, you're born in this time for a reason. And actually, he changed my view to really to realize this is an exciting time to be alive. Because the darker things get out there, the more truth just pierces through, especially truth spoken in love. And so, yeah, there's a lot of craziness, but all that craziness are a bunch of people who ultimately, for the most part, want to know the truth. Mm -hmm. And because it's so different They'll hear it when we speak it. But if we don't, you know, there's a, I I had, we had a guest on our show recently, a woman who's galvanizing women across the country. And she said, you know, silence is consent. And And then Martin Luther King Jr. says the day we are silent about the things that matter is the day we start to die. And we may not realize it, but as we pull back and maybe even try to live in our joy bubble. First of all, the bubble is about to be burst by the culture. So the joy bubble is actually a coping denial mechanism. But we have the very message that this day and age needs. And and we don't have to worry about um, being strident or judgmental. We speak the truth in love. That's the key. I
1: spoke to my friend last night and I just said to her, I said, we have been given this time and this place to speak out the truth of Mm -hmm. and the love that we have experienced and to be able to. Give that away and what a gift that is. So, Deborah, I want to ask you a question that everybody on this show gets to ask before. I mean, because we could just sit here and talk all day. But I want to ask you this
2: question. (laughs) Where in your life have you experienced the most victory? Wow. You know what? There are so many places that I look back and I thank God. I mean, you know, I... Thought I'd never get married. And then here my amazing husband comes along and we met in church, which by the way was a great testimony in Hollywood. And we've been married for 19 years. And that's like 75 years in, do- in Hollywood years, like dog years. But I would say the place that I've experienced the most victory, the best testimony I could share is, uh, we were told we would never be able to have children mm-hmm. and I, no matter how much I wanted to be an actor or speak out publicly or anything, I, my biggest goal, my biggest desire was always to get married and have kids. And so, you know, God introduced my husband and I a little later in life. And then within a couple of years of seeing all the doctors and all the specialists and all of that, I remember on Valentine's Day of 2003. We were told you will never be able to have children. You need to just accept that and deal with it. You know, I learn, Amy Lane, at that time, the Psalms of David, because I love <laughs> if we paraphrase the Psalms of David, he's so real, which is why he is a man after God's own heart. The Psalms are basically like, well, this stinks. Where are you? I think you've abandoned me. And then he finally comes around to But where else would I go? I trust you. I praise you wherever you lead me. And I, on that Valentine's Day, was on our sofa in a fetal position, had to call my husband, who who so wanted to be a dad as well. And I had to say, this is what the doctors are saying. And at the end of the day, my husband, praise God for a Christian husband, he said, well, through his tears, he said, well, we praise God in good times and bad times. We're going to get you off of all these hormones, first of all, <laughs> and then we're just going to revisit this, you know, in a few months. Let's just stop. Well... As God often does, one month later, we were pregnant with our daughter, oh. and amazingly, we when she was five months old, we got pregnant with our son, so we kind of went from please God, please God, to please stop, please stop, <laughs> and almost exactly within two years to the day that we were told we couldn't have children, we have two children. Oh my goodness, that is a beautiful story, and that is a
1: victory. It that is. That is a victory. God is so good to us. He enables us to, you know, really have the desires of our heart one way or another. It doesn't always look like I know there's many women who don't have that story, but they have some other way of spiritually momming. People, or they are able to, you know, adopt or yes. foster or just love on the kids in their neighborhood or inner city. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways that God meets us in those places where it could have really turned our hearts away from God. Yes. But I love how you have shown us that you, in that moment when you were denied, when you, you know, did not think you were going to get what you really, truly wanted. And we don't always get what we want, we, we sure don't. But you were able to say, yes, Lord, I will still, I will still follow you. I will still love
2: you. And I will still trust in you even if. And that was the key. Do we still say, God, you are good no matter what? And the scripture I stood on was um, it's in Philippians and says it is God who's at work in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. And the promise he gave me was as I turned my will over to him that if we were never to have our own children, he would change my heart and I would be OK because he's not a capricious Hellenistic God up in Mount Olympus saying, I'm just going to toy with you, little mortal. No, if we give our heart to him, he will make it OK, whatever he's called for us. If it was to never have children, if it was to adopt, if it was to foster. And you're right. It, our story could have turned out differently, but we were still called to say you are good no matter what, you know, well, I'd love to ask you the same question. I'm putting on my, my radio host hat now and turning the tables. So Amy Lane, when have you experienced the most victory in your life?
1: You know, Deborah, I appreciate you asking that question. I don't think <laughs> I've ever, I don't think I've ever answered, answered it on well, the air. Well, so it's thanks, time, it's time, you got it. You know, I think that for me, one of the, I mean, there's been a lot of victory in my life because of Jesus, all because of him, because I have been a complete and utter mess. I've shared a lot of my testimony in, you know, different writing and different times on the air about, you know, where I've come from and the really bad choices that I made. But I think that the place that God has really spoken to me recently about if I had to answer that question, Mm -hmm. where would it be? And it would be in the area of fear. Oh, interesting. And all different kinds of fear, like fear of man or fear of my, you know, bodily harm or fear of death or fear of, you know, speaking in front of people, whatever it was, just an overall fear has plagued me throughout my life. And I I hate to admit it, but I think that it was a learned behavior from my mom who Mm. lived fearful. And I think that often happens. But God has really given me a lot of freedom in this area in so many ways. I was thinking about when my kids were little, I would, my husband traveled a lot and I would literally pull like a dresser in front of my bedroom door. I would like get the kids in, we'd go to bed. (laughs) I would turn out all the lights and I would pull the dresser in front of there. And then I would, they would go to sleep and I still would not sleep even with the dresser, like fire hazard, not good, really bad. My yeah, husband's in the Something fire else business. to be afraid so, of, right? Yeah. Something else to be afraid of. And I wouldn't, and I still wouldn't sleep. And yes, I still get, you know, scared or, you know, nervous when I'm walking through a dark parking lot or a dark alley alone and things like that. But there is a sense of. God being with me in all things, in all places now that has helped me to overcome those really irrational fears and some smaller and less important ones as well. And even in the last three years, as I stepped out into public ministry, God has done a wonder (laughs) in my life. (laughs) Uh, If you would have told me even a year ago that I would be On the radio, I would have said absolutely no stinking way. There is no way. Not me, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And he has, I I mean, I was unable to articulate anything well in front of people because I was so scared that I was going to say it wrong. I wanted it to be perfect. And Mm -hmm. that's another place that he's really given me victory if we want to talk about it. Um. With the the perfection.
2: Oh yes, I know. By the way, I grew up in a military German Christian family. If that is not just a prescription for perfectionism, I don't know what is. So yeah, absolutely, because it keeps us from doing our best. We actually had um, Abby Johnson on our show the other day, unplanned. You know the the, Yes. yes, and she was talking about that. She said oftentimes it's our own, almost our own ego that gets in the way of what God really can do. And like you said, it's about being real. And only when we share, honestly, the real places where we have not been perfect, that's where he uses us because he shows up and then he shows other people how he uses us.
1: Yes, I totally, completely believe that because in and of ourselves, we are not, I mean, we can't, we can only take ourselves so far. Mm-hmm. And I know that for my husband, his story for his salvation story is that he was really a great guy and he was really successful in all the things that he did. But there came a point when he came to the end of himself yes. and we cannot live self sufficiently. No, we can't. We can't do that. There is a point where all that stuff will fall away and we're left with oh my, mm-hmm. and if we don't have God yes. to pick us up in those moments, what do we do? Oh. Just like you said with, you know, when David is, he finally gets to that point because, but what about, yes. what if I didn't have you? Yes. We, yes.
2: And that is so true. Well, and we live in a culture that presents perfection all the time, whether it's on social media or it's, or it's, you know, airbrushed everything or it's Hollywood having worked in Hollywood and been around some of the largest celebrities who, you know, there's a lot of things that goes on. That That I don't agree with every single one of those people is someone God created, Jesus loves, died for, has enormous talent. But we have seen people that from the outside look like their lives are perfect. I mean, they are famous. They're on covers. They have makeup artists and dieticians. And, you know, they've got people that work out with them and nanny their children. At the end of the day... What do they want more than anything? They want to love and be loved. They want to know and be known so we can see all of that. And we know more broken people in Hollywood that look perfect from the outside that would give anything to have one moment of peace, true peace. And that's what I realized is, is even when I was crying out for children, I thought at the end of the day, the only thing I actually can't live without is his peace. Because otherwise you're eaten up from the outside. So what you see on the outside is not at all what matters. And it's not real, by the way. (laughs) It's not
1: real. We're talking
2: about being real. Real, yes. One of the things that
1: I learned very quickly in women's ministry when I was on staff at a large church in the Castle Rock area was that... You cannot look at a woman and see from the outside what's mm-hmm. really going on because she can look perfect from the outside. Our Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook lives look perfect from the outside. But what's really going on, what really happens when she goes home, when she gets quiet? is Mm -hmm. something totally different. And that is the place where we need to step in and love on people because there is a peace that we know there's a peace that passes
2: all understanding that we have access to, and we get to share that with people. Oh, we do. And it, it is what is so different than the world because the world is on this treadmill of always needing more, always needing to be better, always needing to be perfect. So when they meet those who walk in peace, it is so winsome. It is so appealing and it could be in the church and it can be in the world, but we really do have the very thing that everybody ultimately wants when we're walking with him. Now, do we walk in peace every moment? Absolutely not. And, and I, you know, perfectionism wasn't as much my thing as being an overachiever. I used to be not just an, an A type personality or a double A, but a triple A. And then finally I have had to pull back and say, you know what? My job is only to do what I can do, and you are in the results department, and I went from this frenetic achieving place to finally just saying, what do you want for me to do today? Not that we don't do our best, but we know that um, we can take that step back and walk in peace. That's really, and 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 when we do that, which is always a daily challenge for me, that's the day that we have people come up and go, There's something about you. Can you, you know, can you tell me, or they're drawn to ask us or they're, or we can speak that truth in love and some have some kind of validity to them because they see something different.
1: I think also in those moments, it's when we get those divine appointments, like when we're at the grocery store, when we're attuned to the Holy Spirit, when we've invited him into Mm -hmm. our day, when we've said, Hey, we want to partner with you. We are aware, and we actually get to see those moments, and then we get to respond. Yes, yes. and Deb, we are almost out of time. No, how did this happen? I know we're going to have to have you back <laughs> on the show because it's been so great. I love having somebody in here to actually look at and talk to, and you know, smile oh, yes. at and people you see your beautiful face. So that's oh, very you're fun, sweet. So. <laughs> All right, so I want to pray for the listeners. We always yes. do that when we close out the show. I want to pray for the listeners and to just. Pray that they will connect with God in a new and fresh
2: way that will
1: mm. be real would you yes. to start our prayer?
2: I would be happy thank to you. so um, Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity of the airwaves where we can talk to people right now where they are I pray that you're just drawing them and I pray to for the listener right now that um, you know what's going on you know what is in their heart you know the challenge and the struggle or the heartache or the disappointment or the dream even you know what is there and first of all I just pray over the listener, Lord, your peace that passes understanding, whatever that is, we don't need to know, you know, I pray that they feel you in a tangible, new and fresh way at this moment. And then Lord, I pray right now that as they feel your presence, you, they literally hand over to you, whatever is on their heart at this moment, whatever they're worrying about, whatever they're scared about, whatever they're concerned about, whatever they're striving for, what- Whatever, whatever it is, I pray right now that you hand that over to him and that you feel him smiling at you, looking at you and saying, I've got this now rest in me. We pray that right now in Jesus name.
1: Oh, Lord, I just pray uh, with Deborah in all these things over the listeners today. And I ask for a new and fresh experience Mm -hmm. with you for our listeners. I pray that you would show up, like she said, in such a tangible way that they would know that they have experienced the God of all creation, the God who rules over everything, the big Mm -hmm. things and the small things, Lord, you see it all. And you love us in the midst of it all. And you are so good and you are so sweet to give us the desires of our heart. Lord, Mm -hmm. I pray that you would be in our hearts, that you would Change our hearts where they need to be changed, that you would make us holy as you are holy. We are called to be holy. And Lord, what that means is just to be pure before you, Mm -hmm. to have our hearts align with yours. When we align with you, we get to see your hand at work in our lives, as well as being able to pour out Into the lives of others, so Lord, I pray that you would give us those moments that you would give us the courage to step out in those and overcome the fear that we may have of of not saying the perfect thing, but being your hands and feet. And we just ask that in your Son's powerful name, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Deborah, we have like thirty seconds left. Well, hey, (laughs) I you know I have had so much fun with you on the show today. And tell us one more time
2: where people can find you. Absolutely, yes, you can see our show. Um, not see it, you. You can listen to our show um both on 94 7 fm the word here in colorado three o'clock on saturdays right before victory radio real victory radio you can also go to our website bring we'll have all of our past shows there you can also hear us on itunes so that's bring it up with deb and cindy
1: all right thank you so much for making real victory radio part of your day
0: We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Sunday. Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.